In the connected era, information is always at your fingertips. What makes your message stand out? In this series, we are going to meet a diverse range of people whose messages are influencing the masses. Let's find out how. In this episode, we are going to have a great conversation with the creator of Cutting Kitchen in Sweden. Best known as Gigi, she's the creator of this amazing concept where you can go have your hair done, your makeup, get a personal shopper, a decorator, a fashion photographer, all in one place. And the best of all, it's really a place to hang out and meet new people. Welcome until Goi Connect. My dear friend Gigi, oh my God, <laughs> I can't believe you're here connecting from Sweden. Uh, it's such yeah. a pleasure to have you finally on Goi, um, and hopefully to have you also on the stage of Goi very soon when you come to Barcelona. And um, I've been just planning to have this time with you, a conversation a little bit about this wonderful woman, entrepreneur, model, singer, everything that you are, all together, a wonderful mother, and also a wonderful partner. So Gigi, tell me, tell me everything that you can about from that time when we met, when we were young, like teenagers, and you start your career, and uh, what's your story till now? How this whole thing happened and how you're feeling? Wow, first of all, thank you so much for having me uh, and welcoming me. Um, oh, well, that was many, many years ago. And, but I still, the Barcelona time, I remember it like uh, it was yesterday. It, it really has a, a special place in my heart. It's like my second home. And uh, it almost is a little bit weird when you say, say like, oh, you had this singing career or modeling. But I, I guess I had. But you know, when you're young, you really don't, how do you say, you really don't see you are much in the moment that you're not looking forward or back, you're just here and now. I kind of miss that. But anyway, uh, no, I started off as, a, I was modeling in Barcelona when I met you in this uh, fantastic restaurant, the Italian restaurant. Oh my God, it was so much glamour. Well, <laughs> uh, that's what it is. <laughs> and, uh, and then I, I casted for this uh, pop group, which I, I got the job to, and we started to tour. We did the commercial. For Estrella Adam, the beer. Right, I remember. It was sorry, it was all over the cinemas. I remember one time going to watch a movie, and I see I enter the cinema. They start the whole thing, and then I see you like, oh come on, Gigi's everywhere. She's like, oh, movies. <laughs> it was glorious. It was amazing time. Yeah, it was. It went like everything. You know, when you when you enter that the music business, and so fast that everything moves on so extremely fast with such enormous speed but I, I really enjoyed it it was during one year super duper intensively we did a lot of like promotion galas all the tv shows you can imagine on spanish television so it's quite a now when i live here in sweden it's hard for me to like what when, when, it's not many people actually that know that i did this uh so uh, but uh i mean it was such a good experience really to be in that um Branch. And I was a makeup artist and a hairstylist then also. So I kind of liked it behind the camera. That's true, yeah. You've been always yeah. multifaceted, like you have always this uh, amazing set of skills that you could 
be anywhere, do anything, and just choose, okay, this is the Gigi now, and this is the Gigi now, you just, amazing, you know, I admire you so much for that. And, uh, and then eventually, when you moved back to Sweden, there was a the big shift, right? You met your husband, and then you got, you know, pregnant, you start your whole life as a mom, and you're very young as well. So how do you describe that experience from all this glamour and all this amazing, you know, being on the road, singer, makeup artist, uh, modeling, all this, and then suddenly you're back in Sweden, back home with a completely different, you know, scenario in front of you. How did you uh, feel? I think that uh, at that time I was so ready. Uh, I, moved, I moved to Stockholm, not to the small town where I'm living now. I moved to Stockholm, it felt more natural to go there. And uh, I started uh, working, freelancing and working in a salon as a hairdresser. And I did a lot of um, makeup job. And then I started like talking to my clients about my, uh, I wanted to change the, um, I wanted to work like holistically. You're not, not only to freshen up the hair. I wanted to change the face with makeup. I wanted to change the clothing. And that's actually what I'm doing today. Um, and also, it's my ex-husband, but it's okay. <laughs> one of the, so, the husbands. He, yeah. <laughs> Still only, I only have one. Oh, only one. Oh, okay, okay. Only one, yeah. <laughs> You're far away from Liz Taylor then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, well, I have two beautiful boys with him. And I think when I met him, it was the, the point in my life that I really wanted to settle down with the family. And it all went very fast and we got enormous, we fell in love and it was passion. And I got pregnant after three months and uh, we had our first son and then I started, then something happened. I started to uh, travel with him because he, he used to be a professional hockey player. So we traveled all around Europe, mm -hmm. lived in different countries and cities <laughs> and I had the children and I had two family children, Sammy and Noah. And they followed with us. And of course, I was a stay-at-home mom. And that was my cup of tea. So I felt during that period um, that I, I needed to find myself. And I kind of, um, I got to jump back. Because one evening when we were sitting in Barcelona, and I think, actually, we were going to your place and have dinner. Okay. And we were sitting there. Yeah, we were drinking kava around a big kitchen island with all my friends talking. And then... Before I know it, I'm doing something with every different person. Like one, one had matchas, how do you say, foils in their hair. The other one I started to cut. The third one I was blow drying or putting makeup on. And then a friend of mine uh, that runs a big, she's a very powerful woman as well. She, or as well. She's a powerful woman, creative. She runs Barcelona Dogs. And she said, Gigi, you should have a salon called Cutting Kitchen. And that was back, like, when did we And then I thought that I'm going to take that name with me and I'm going to create that one day. And that's what I did in 2011. So a few years later. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that, Gigi. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. Wow. Always yeah, inspired by, very fantastic. by other people. You were such an amazing social person you are always inspiring others and obviously inspiration gets back to you you know and in many other forms it's amazing so after this shift you know because I, I know it's very hard when we are in a path or in a career and then suddenly that is like that big news which they are big news you know you're going to be a mother there's such a big difference on you know on, I don't know a big 
thing that happens in our minds, like what's going to be now, my new me, you know, that person. And at the same time, after you get to that stage of understanding what that person is, you want to kind of to go back, right? And say, okay, I'm also that person that I left behind, that entrepreneur, that person that likes to have fun. So how do you combine the whole thing? You know, being a mom, being an entrepreneur, being that, you know, all those people that you are at the end of the day, that it's, it belongs to you, is part of your identity. It's just the question is how you combine all this and you make it the best out of it. Uh, I think for me, it's very important to, um, what do you say, to be myself and to be creative. Now, during the first years, when you become a mom, like when, when you have this small baby and you need to nurse the baby, of course, by nature, you need to be still and take it easy. But then after a couple of years or three years, when the child is three or four, then it kind of goes off to daycare and something starts to happen. And um, for me, we were out uh, traveling then. And I, I missed something. I missed being creative. I missed you know, creating something for myself. Uh, so I think I, 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 I didn't have a choice. I, I needed to be creative and to create something for myself, by myself. For me, that was very important. Um, so in 2011, I, or actually in 2010, before I got divorced, I started, I also from Barcelona, a life coach. And uh, I bought an eight weeks uh, course with her. And I didn't think I would have money enough to open the salon that I wanted. And she kind of made shifts in my head, you know, that I had old beliefs of that you had to have millions in order to open a salon. But um, so that was like in the fall of 2010. And then March 2011, I had created by almost no money at all, but, but I, di I didn't have any extra money. You know, I had to like, I had to create that. So I bought small pieces here and there, secondhand. And by 2011 in March, I had my own salon. And uh, it's not really, I mean, as long as Cutting Kitchen was supposed to be something inviting, something uh, creative where people can hang out and, um, talk and or bring their lunch i mean a I lot of people that. i love that it's a great concept there are not so many concepts like this out there so because for me the experience of a hair salon is always a bit difficult it's like uh what they're going to do with me what can you know can i say like there's this experience that is almost i'm not really feeling comfortable it's like you know the idea of going to a place where you are comfortable, you can have a drink, you can bring your lunch, you can just hang out and have your haircut and your makeup and get, you know, your nails done, anything that you want in that amb ambience. That's fantastic. That's really good. Yeah. So, so, so it's, yeah, I'm so happy about it. And it's also like a place of networking. You know, I always make sure that every time I only take, but almost only always, I have one client at a time. Because I think that every client requires their own three or four hours or whatever it takes to spend the time that they want to create with me or I, whatever I will do with them, right? And so when someone steps in for some reason, I want them to interact. And you know, it's, it happens these most amazing things that 
people, I mean, uh, one woman now, um, she, uh, she wanted to become a makeup artist and she started to talk about it. And then this woman in the chair says, oh, but I know a school. Oh, maybe I should go there. And I said, write down the name on the note and la, 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 la. And now tomorrow she's graduating. That was like half a year ago. Then another woman comes in and we talk and the woman in the chair said, you know what, you should apply to this job. And she goes like, is it out? Yeah, it's out. Go and apply for it. Now she's a boss of a big like shopping galleria in the, so I, I love the networking part too. So it's like, it's, that's the thing with, um, you know, the word to be an entrepreneur, I want to be careful with that word because I mean, I don't see, maybe I am creative, but being an entrepreneur, for instance, you are an entrepreneur. I, I never, I can, I can't see myself being one, although maybe someone else could say that I am. So I'm not using that word myself. I'm just, I'm just creating what makes me happy because I mean, as your own running your own company, as you know, you work double or even more than a person with an employment does, but you earn maybe half. True. So then I, I, sometimes I'm like asking myself, like, what am I doing? But I'm doing it for one thing. I'm doing it because it makes me happy. Yeah. And, uh, and there are many studies on that, you know, that uh, the, the whole intrinsic motivation, how to make yourself happy and how to find those moments, right? That I talk a lot about flow. Everybody knows I'm a big fan of flow. But finding your flow, finding that, being in the zone in whatever you're doing, it's so essential to make this life fulfilling. Otherwise, it's just like you're passing by and uh, every day you're counting to the next date for something good to happen. What about having something good to happen every day at the moment you wake up and then, you know, it's creative. So that's the idea of being in your flow as much as you can and enjoying it. And it's, I guess the currency uh, this time, it changes. You know, the 20th century, we had a big currency, which was a transaction with money. You know, you give me money, I give you something. But today, I believe the currency of the 21st century is attention. It's taking care of your clients. It's connecting the people. You know, it's bringing that level of attention that nobody else is giving to anybody because everybody's so busy. So, and also if you take into that, it's also time, right? Time is the biggest currency. So if you give me your time, if I'm dedicating time to this, that's for me the biggest currency. It's not really about, only about money. So you are absolutely right, Gigi. Wow, that was very well said, Patricia. That was so well said. And it's exactly for me. I completely agree in what you said. I couldn't have put it better myself. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful to have you. Your energy is just uh, unbelievable. Okay, so next question. It's always about a formula. I always ask uh, our guests here and go, go Connect about what's your formula, right? So going back again to being... All right, you don't like me to use the word entrepreneur, but you are because you open your own company and you are a businesswoman of very good success. You have many clients all over the world that follows you. So the question is, how, how would you define that formula of happiness that it just says, right? Um, okay, I don't have much money. I don't have this and I don't have that. However, I'm able to create something every day that is giving me that happiness and I'm able to keep going, you know, and doing things. So what is, the, what is in that that one person needs, you know, to create that moment in their lives? Mm. Oh, 
so I would say, knowing from you, sorry, I, knowing from you, perseverance, because you're very persevering. Uh, <laughs> perseverance for sure for me. <laughs> um, I can, of course, I can only answer for myself. Yeah, I know. And uh, for me, that that formula is in order because I work a lot. I mean, sometimes, some days I work like 13 to 15 hours in a, like without having lunch or anything. But I'm interact. No, I'm interacting. I'm, I eat when I feel like it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm. Unfortunately, I'm not this health healthy eater. I'm gonna become. That's in the future. But here is here and now is now. Uh, so I think in that formula is probably mm, you have to add you have to add something on oh, oh, here it comes again a little bit you have to add something that makes you happy I mean uh, privately also and for me for instance then um, my formula is what what okay this is my formula my formula is in order to keep the energy going and because I mean if you sleep a little and work a lot you can become very tired so you need to and if you don't have more hours than 24 then you have a problem so you, for me I need to add something that brings in like injecting more energy so that is uh, uh, changing place so that's why I, I like to go to um, uh, Barcelona uh, I, I did this in Mallorca. Barcelona. <laughs> no, I, I did this, I did this um, workout trips or like training camps, yeah. but with makeup and styling and everything oh, yeah. in Marbella. I did that for a while. Okay, then I had a shift. Then I went something where, and I came back with more energy, although it took more time for me. But you know, I'm like boosting myself with new experiences. I think that is the formula. Right now, I'm going a lot of Stockholm. I have a lot of supplies in Stockholm. Fantastic. A ship. I put myself in the train. Something happens there. It's like, I, I, I mean, I leave my children maybe for 48 hours. So then it's like I take up, I, I mean, my mom said the other day, like, oh, but you can't say that you're not a mommy when you go there. Of course not. I will always be a mommy. Thank God. I'm, I'm so grateful for that. But, you know, I take off the rucksack. I really do. And then I pretend that, I'm living in Stockholm a little bit when I'm walking the streets, you know? That little girl. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. You know, once when I lived, or if I leave for a couple of days to Barcelona to do a job, it doesn't, it's not about earning a lot of money with everything. It's about, like, maybe the Barcelona trip is not going to make me earn the money. That's maybe something else here. But in order to do that thing here, I need the Barcelona trip. So I'm kind of adding what I need in my private life into my job life. And that what I, I'm constantly injecting more energy because I'm not given more than 24 hours a day. And I have a question for you as well, Gigi. I remember many years ago that you used to work out every morning. You, I remember you telling me that every morning you did your um, abdominals, like before anything, you know, they still do that. Yeah, I had uh, three months where I didn't do it um, now in, in before Christmas. Uh, so I started like maybe uh, two weeks ago and I do 15 minutes uh, or workout. Okay, this is the lazy part of me. I do 15 minutes and I'm not allowed to perspire. I'm not allowed to sweat because then I have to redo my hair. 
So, but I'm thinking, if I do 15 minutes <laughs> every evening or every morning, oh, abs, like abs, uh, arms, and legs. Yeah. You know? You are amazing. No, really. I mean, it, it makes a difference. You totally now it agree. does. I, I totally agree. It's, uh, but, you know, I still think about you some mornings when I wake up and uh, I think, ouch, I would never do some stretching or abs. And right now, how Gigi can do that? Where does, she, where does she find the energy to do that? And I think, I need a big coffee and I need to sit down on the sofa and be like, for at least an hour, <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> That's your way to do it. I mean, I could do that and I would never wake up. So we all have different. But obviously sports, you know, are a great way to to improve you, boost the energy that uh, everyone, you know, needs. And, uh, well, I guess it just depends on what time and, uh, you know, the frequency that changes for every person. For me, I love surfing, you know that. And when I'm surfing, you know, obviously here in Barcelona, we don't have, you know, big waves, but we do have... um, you know the sea so i can go paddle surfing and feel the, the experience a little bit so that's for me my moments that uh, i can feel like i'm fit and i'm working out but it has to be outdoors for me working indoors has been always a challenge but many people yeah yeah many people uh would be the, the other way around right they don't like the outdoors activities they prefer the indoors so i guess you just have to find your style and whatever is good for you and definitely exercises are you know, very important if you wanted to keep fit and your energy pumping up and everything. So yeah, so for your head to for your yeah, definitely for your mind to you know, it's such a moment where you connect also all your thoughts. It's a great moment. It's a boost of energy. Now, what I before we finish because I know uh, we only have thirty minutes on going connect, but I would love to get from you your advice to the young women. Think of yourselves like yourself twenty years ago. Think of these girls today now with that uh, on that age and experiencing kind of the same things they're going to different phases glamour maybe modeling maybe singing looking for a career and suddenly they become a mom what would it be your advice to um, for them to just embrace the whole moments they're living with and feel happier well I mean it's really about following your heart and believing in it uh, I was asked the other day if I do have a religion. And this is a very sensitive thing, and we should talk about it here. But I think my, my main religion, I'm trying to, I, I have a religion, I can't maybe, it's not a religion, it's a belief that I believe in myself. You know, if I'm asked if I, I worry or um, I have a question that it's, you know, you know how, how some things can like eat your head up in the evening, I. I listen to myself and whatever you call it, it's here in the solar plexus, you know, you can feel it. Like, is it wrong? Is it right? I mean, some people call it the guts. So I'm trying to teach my children that, that just believe in yourself, trust in yourself and um, you will make it happen. It might not happen straight away and it might not never happen, but maybe it was never supposed to happen. Because maybe it was the road there that was the thing that you were supposed to experience, you know? So, so don't stare yourself blind on that goal that you put there. It's like, it's the way there. 
And then um, what else? A suggestion. Well, I, 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 this is just like what's happening automatically to me. I said to one of the my uh, new, uh, I'm starting up a new business with two fantastic ladies. And listen to this, Patricia. I said to them, oh, but maybe there's something we can look into. I heard that they they talking about that they uh, have a seminar for young entrepreneurs. But I met myself. And they were looking at me and they were like, oh, we're not wrong anymore. I was like, oh, no, we're not. We're not fitting in there, you know. That is also something to not seeing your end, you know. Absolutely. If you want to change something, it doesn't matter if you're 40 or 50 or 60. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. Or 60. Just change it. Change it, you know. Just do Embrace it. it. Yeah. Here, right? It's only here and now that counts. Yeah. That nothing else counts because yesterday is gone and tomorrow we don't know it about. So it's just here and now. And I'm trying to, and that is hard at times, but I'm really trying to be here and now. And every, everything tastes so much better when you are here and now. That's a great advice. Be here now. Focus on your now. Yeah, it's a great advice. So the last question is about women in leadership. You know, we talk a lot about today, you know, there are many, many movements and you know very well about women, but uh, what, what does it mean for you really, this movement and what, how would you, um, what would be your message to all these women that are looking to get noticed, to be recognized for their work? And is that a space that we can grow without aggravating uh, things, you know, because we don't want to aggravate, we just wanted to be, right? And, and, make sure that we're equal in many ways so what would be what would be your advice very well put uh because definitely we don't want to ever think if that that is not the meaning with it but i actually i feel when i stepped into 2018 i could feel the power of the movement now this might sound like a little bit but i really could do like it was in the newspapers you see it on social media and like you know, when there is a wave, I can just say surf on it. But this wave is not gonna dip. This wave will, I think, it will change things forever, I hope. But it, it will definitely, because people can't be, be blind or they can't like turn their back to things anymore. Um, so to turn it in a positive way, I think that women, well, speaking of women then, women uh, that have an idea or that they want to fulfill something or uh, on the entrepreneur side want to create something i think that they have an easier time to step step out today because uh, there are so many things out there for women that wants to create something so i can just say to all of you that listening here like really um take care of this moment because um, I mean, we can speak investors or companies. And, and today, there's not about that you have, um, you don't have to have a big academic background. Nothing wrong if you do have it. But still, if you come with a good idea and you just believe in yourself, you will be listened to. It's, I, I, yeah, it's, it's really cool what's happening. And we'll see where it will take us. It just started. I mean, but... Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's a very, I, I'm, I'm looking on it at, with a lot of excitement. 
you know, that our daughters, now I don't have daughters, but you know, my, my, uh, my sons, uh, maybe girlfriends or friends or cousins that they will have another kind of future than we have. Absolutely. Yeah. It's well, cool. thank you. Oh, such a pleasure. You know, oh. the interview is so lovely. It's, it's, uh, it's great to have you here. And, but we got to go. <laughs> and I hope to see you in May for Goy Delight. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to come. May. 10th of May. 10th of May, yeah. 10th of yeah. May in Barcelona. Yeah, that's right. So, tax or make it. You said tax, Patricia. And I'll see you soon. Yeah. Big kiss. Big kiss. Bye bye. Thank you.